One world, one world, one market, one market, one market. Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sends shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Listen to The Orville Podcast. Don't listen to Hollywood Handbook. I drink my soda while I make my podcast. F you, the boys. Hey, all you aliens in the Planetary Union, and welcome to the official The Orville podcast. With me, your podcasting captain, Greggy. And uh, with me, as always, I've got the number one first mates in the business. I've got uh, first mate Miranda Fisher. Miranda? Oh, um, uh, Alex Arbor Day. Yes, and of course, I forgot to mention you are the security expert. That's probably, or the security how, officer. How I'm best known. I think people were confused. They were like, is she the security? Did she get fired? Or <laughs> No, absolutely not. You're, you're definitely number one security officer all the way. Um, also, welcome to the show. I guess janitorial staff and first mate, uh, numbers guy, Tim. Tim, welcome to the show. Hey. Good, uh, good, good, good to be here. Uh, it. Just good. Okay, what, is, what is going on? I feel like before we started recording, we were having like a perfectly fine kind of funny conversation. Guys, <laughs> what is happening to us? <laughs> is this the last oh, episode? Oh God, I hope there's not something wrong with our deflector I, I array. Think, yeah. <laughs> Do we need uh, somebody else to come in here and uh, help the engineering team uh, engineer some chemistry between us? Work. What is happening? I've uh, I've been spending a lot of time. I think now that somebody talking over each other. Uh, a... Oh God! Uh, oh no! There's no rescuing this. And yeah. Should we just quit? I. No, just shut up for a second and let Miranda say what she was going to say. <laughs> Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I think um, maybe when a mem- when you've got like four people doing a podcast and everything's like really good, and then one member of your podcast decides to just start his own elaborate podcast without like maybe <laughs> inviting certain other members of the original core group from the really good podcast that they had already, I think maybe it creates some tension in the group and uh, distracts from the quality of the podcast. Wow, That's maybe. Yeah, maybe Satan is sending that person some messages via his Dunkin' Donuts orders <laughs> about where he's expecting him to go. Okay, well, probably I, everybody yeah. hears that and they know exactly who we're talking about. But just <laughs> uh, also, let's welcome to the show, alien expert and uh, I guess beast expert, 
science officer and first mate, Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Kevin, welcome to the show. Hey, Alex Arbor Day. And uh, yeah, I guess that would be bad if that happened, Randa. Like maybe that could affect a team unit if somebody were to say like, oh, this is maybe maybe it's time to get my own moment, you know, like let me be the star. But that's not the case here. Uh, so I don't even know how that applies. To oh, oh, well, thanks for setting me straight. Um your impeccable logic well, i mean like if you were flying a ship and you were trying to like dock it and i and i set you straight you would be very happy about that so um i'm just trying to stop the the ship from crashing sorry yeah well sometimes you need to stop showboating and let a little bit of accidents happen remember from the beginning of this ah, episode yes. yeah right yeah I don't know no. what is that, that, that. Okay, did I watch the right episode? We're about to find out. <laughs> no, you did. Uh, Look, I don't everybody. remember. Okay, so the Beast Trials, whatever, it's come, it's gone. Now we're just talking about the Orville, and I think everybody is going to be fine, okay? I think everything's <laughs> going to be fine. I don't get it. Surely the rest of us will be invited on your podcast uh, sooner <laughs> rather than later. Who's Shirley? <laughs> and that's the kind of stuff you'll be hearing on Beast Trials. Maybe not on Orville, but on Beast Trials. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't just, really land you just here. Did it on the Orville podcast, you just did it here. They're already going to hear it here. Oh, this is just like it's kind of like when uh, <clears throat> I guess like Nike advertises with the NFL, even though the NFL hates black people. You know, it's kind of like that, I guess. Like you guys are the NFL, I'm Nike. So you talk about a lot of race stuff on your other podcast because that's not really what we do here. It's just a, it's just an analogy. It's just a metaphor, man. It's just like, oh shoot, my coffee. Yeah, sorry, I mean my tea. <laughs> sorry, you're having tea and coffee. <laughs> oh wow, no, I've heard about this. He's mixing his tea and his coffee. This is a new drink. A little mushroom and red in that? <laughs> well, if he's smart, and if I know Kevin, he is, so yes. Ugh, what'd you guys say? Nothing. <laughs> we didn't say anything. We were waiting for you to get back, because we have nothing without you, because that's how cool you are. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's all relax and uh, kind of just chill out. Okay, I have like a cool throwback moment for longtime fans of the chat. Uh, oh, awesome. Chat podcast. It's a podcast where we chat. We yeah. chat about things on the podcast. Yeah. Okay, you nice ready? Chat. Yes. Ready? Hear that? Oh, boy. Are you making a drink? Yes, I am. Wow. Yes, that a while. There, shake bringing it back. See, I thought. Oh, uh, there we go. I guess you're reclaiming the throne. I you heard me make a drink. Uh, uh, how dare you? That's some good ice, though. <laughs> good. Thank you. Thanks. I can just hear that ice. <laughs> I can hear that ice. Some ASMR. Uh, I don't know how that. Sound goes. good? <laughs> that sound good. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> me taking a drink as loudly as I could. <laughs> I thought it was like a little slug that could talk. 
<laughs> it sounded like a Pokemon situation. Where are we going to do Detective Pikachu on this show? There's got to be some <laughs> indirect connection. Oh. Grams was probably in it. Yeah. I'm sure there's like a picture of Ryan Reynolds and Seth together. I'm sure Russell Crowe did something with uh, Ryan Reynolds and they are... That's now he's connected to Scott via Russell Crowe. That's Scott's best oh, friend. Yeah. That's Scott's best friend. It's Scott's not Russell Crowe's best friend, but Russell Crowe is Scott's best friend. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know if you want me to go ahead with this song. I guess I can just introduce it. Um, yeah, that would well, be great. Well, it's uh, Memorial Day, everybody, and uh, <clears throat> we're recording on Memorial Day, so I thought I would just uh, go ahead and give a little something back to our troops, you know, <laughs> our version of the troops, which is the Orville, the people that are on the ship and that are friends with the guy. Everybody, this is called... Well, I'm not going to tell you what it's called. This one goes out to the people on the ship and his friends. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I work for all my life. If I had to start again, cause Derulio fucked my wife. I thank my lucky stars to be working for this man. Cause the pod still stands for Orville, a small eyed man I stand. <laughs> and I'm proud to be in the union where I see Seth once a week. And I won't forget Nurse Park who died in virtual reality and I gladly stand up next to you even with one leg cause there ain't no doubt I love this man God bless F. McFarland there's another verse oh man yes elevator with Dan to the commanders on the bridge across the tables in the lunchroom into the infinite from Seth's room down to Kelly's and I'm not sure where Isaac stays to the hollow deck I mean the environmental simulator it's time we stand and say that I'm proud to be in the union where I see Seth once a week. And I won't forget Nurse Park who died in virtual reality. And I gladly stand up next to you even with one baby leg. Cause there ain't no doubt I love this man. God bless Seth McFarlane. Thank you. Wow. Wow. Really, really good. Man. Thank you. 
That's really good. Oh, I like that Nurse Nurse Park made it to the chorus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never forget. Well, uh, yeah, so that one goes out to... Uh, I mean, I do like that how you guys were cheering for me for singing a good song, but mm-hmm. got to give a lot of credit to the, uh, the people on the ship. Mostly applauding for Seth, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, it was mainly directed at Seth. He makes it all happen. He's like the military industry co- industrial complex, you know. And then, like, the people on the ship are the tanks and the uh, whatever the ships and all that. And then the ship is like the United States. Mm-hmm. It's all good. It, it's all good. It all checks out. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, everybody loves sense. it. That's everybody really loves cool. it. Yeah. Yeah. That was beautiful. Thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you, guys. And um, yeah. yeah, so just support the Orville. Uh, I have these little uh, golden coins with Seth's face on. We're going to be selling these. <laughs> uh, it's two-sided. On the back is an eagle, and on the other side is Seth. We'll be selling these for like $30. Yeah, and watch out for that song on uh, iTunes. <laughs> yeah. Spotify, etc. Uh, can we release just that track as like a podcast episode? It has been like way, like many levels above the rest of this podcast so far. <laughs> I, think, <clears throat> I think that might be the first thing that we set up in the Patreon tier is <laughs> the rights to listen to that song uh, like whenever you want. Well, this week we watched the Orville episode seven, well, season two, episode seven, uh, Deflectors. And uh, this was an episode where the, they were deciding to uh, get their deflectors upgraded. A, an engineer from Mocklin comes, and uh, he used to be Bordas's boyfriend, uh, but he he is a sick pervert freak, and uh, he likes females. Uh, so Clyden wants to uh, tell the Mocklin people about it because it's against a lot of like females. Um, and so he he. Uh, well, I mean, a lot of things could take place. We, I don't want to spoil everything, but that's the basic gist of uh, this episode. Um, and wow, what a doozy. But, you know, when I first started watching this, I was a little confused because it was like all olden timey and uh, it was like yeah. during the World War II or whatever. And I was like, what the fuck? Did I start the right show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a real... Uh... Real scary moment for me when I thought this is not the Orville that I'm watching and uh, had a quick panic attack. And then I saw our good old friend, uh, mm, Kelly's boyfriend. Lush, yeah. Lucius. Lucius. Luscious. Luscious <laughs> Cassius. That's what we call him. Luscious yeah. Lucius. <laughs> Luscious no Lucius. more, I guess. <laughs> because they break up. Yeah. What did we think about well, that? After we see Luscious Lucius, then we see Kelly, and then I start getting scared again. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> you think it's is a spinoff? <laughs> is this a spinoff where they've time traveled? This is this, that would be awful. <laughs> uh, yeah, they do break up. Uh, he says she loves her job too much. She works way too hard, and it's like, um, am I having deja vu? This sounds just like what Kelly said to Captain Orville such a fucking idiot (laughs) she doesn't know what she wants she just doesn't know what she wants she thinks she wants cassius lucius yeah but she really wants seth 
Yeah, it's so crazy because it's like you can have everything. You know, you can have the whole world. You can have Seth MacFarlane, and then you go and screw it up, possibly because of date rape, um, but possibly because you are unhappy in your marriage or whatever. Uh, it, it's just so people can be so short-sighted. And then, you know, you turn around and now you're doing exactly the things that you were saying you didn't like about Seth, you know? Mm-hmm. They must have talked about whether she should walk in on Cassius or Lucius with Derulian. Oh, yeah. Or maybe that would have been in this episode. I think that would be the only well, that would be the only way you can truly understand what that would feel like to be having an exact one to one comparison. And then and honestly, she can say, now I know exactly what you are talking about. <laughs> Like, hey, you know, then it'd be like, okay, she did her time. And maybe I start to respect her again. Mm-hmm. But nope. So you, you believe though, that. Sorry. I was going to say, I do think, though, that uh, Kelly is not as strong as Seth. So, I mean, if that happened to her, she would probably, like, murder Lucius and uh, Derulio, you know, rather than just get a divorce or break up, I guess, since they aren't actually married. Oh, I thought you meant not as physically strong. So well, I was that thinking, as well. Uh, yeah, but I was thinking then why would she be able to kill them? Seth could have killed them if he wanted to. But now I see that you were saying it's, it was like an emotional strength that he has. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he has, all, he has all forms of strength. Yeah, that's true. He's maxed out in every category. Have you categorized him as a beast yet? <laughs> I'm sorry like, to go back to this thing that sorry. I clearly resent. <laughs> Well, he's like, he'd be like a future beast, I guess. So we wouldn't even really, uh, we wouldn't put, I mean, Seth himself. Yeah. But unless you're talking about Orville, are you talking about Orville or Seth? Cause Orville's not real. Seth is real. To me, to me, they're the same. I guess. They look the same. They're both perfect. I guess they're physically the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And I guess that's the only thing that really makes you a beast is how you look. Um, but to you, Tim, but to me, it's like other things too. You know, it's like, uh, you know, you got to be smart, <clears throat> which he is. I, you, you know what? I guess he's just wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Also, now, hold um, up for a sec. are you saying to you, you just said to be a beast, you have to be smart? <laughs> do you think Seth's not a beast? I mean, what are you like? Uh, I mean, I do uh, think I think Seth is a beast and I think there are dumb okay, beasts. Beast. Okay, but you have to be smart. And strong. Look, it's like a it's a, Be really, a beast? it's a really fucking crazy formula, but Seth is a beast and he's smart. So and you do have to be a little smart to be a beast, and that's just what it is. But we can drop the beast trials thing, really. Like we don't have to talk about this at all on here. Captain Orville's not a beast, according to you? Captain Orville's not real. He's not a real he's not name real. one difference. He's the same as Seth. Name one difference between Captain Orville and Seth. Um Honestly, I think Captain Orville has smaller eyes than Seth. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. I think they shrink him a little. I think... <laughs> that, I, think that, I think it's true, though. I have observed this. <laughs> so if you see like an owl is kind of like a beast and they have big eyes, you know? So like that's kind of maybe what is part of why he's not a beast, other than him not also being real. Our way of talking is a little different, too, I've noticed. Seth kind of just talks like a guy with a deep voice, but Captain Morville kind of talks like a bad actor with a deep voice. 
<laughs> because that's not really, he doesn't really have to hit these emotional highs and lows when he's normally talking in public because he's just so His life is all highs. Yeah, yeah, it's all high. He's just like, it's one note. He's rolling through on fucking full throttle, really. So he doesn't have to, <clears throat> you know, he doesn't have to go like, oh, Kelly, you know, he's not doing that shit in real life. That's acting. I got another beast trials question. I know <laughs> when it comes to time to do a beast trial, do you want like the finest, the best physical specimen of the of the beast in question? Or do you want like an average one to go into battle? No, you want the best. You want like the because okay. it's. Because everybody's, all the other beasts are going to be putting in their best. I mean, it would be fair if we picked like the base average, but no, we're gonna, it's going to be the outliers who are going to determine, just like in real life, uh, you know, the outliers are the ones who shape our future and the world. It isn't the your average person. I think we all can see that, you know? Yeah. Is that so Malcolm so, Gladwell? Yeah, that is MG. Oh, that's so, so when, it times, when it comes time to put the humans in. It's going to be Seth MacFarlane is the human representative. Unless we need somebody a little bit taller. But yeah, he is most likely going to be our option. He's taller than Seth. I don't think, can't think of anyone. I've been watching some basketball lately. And some of these guys, I don't know if they've made their hoops shorter, but they look kind of (laughs) tall. They're just wearing big shoes. Have you ever seen Shaq's shoes? Those are big. They make him look so tall. <laughs> yeah. You put those things on and you look like Shaq looks on the You're court. A beast. And they're really cheap at Walmart Shaq shoes. Like- well, if you look in the uh, Guinness World Records, the tallest man in the world is, of course, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Famously. <laughs> tallest clown in the world. He was not technically a man. He was <laughs> a clown. He was more than that. <laughs> a clown. I think the tallest, the tallest clown in the world is uh, Jeffrey the giraffe. Cause he went bankrupt. Cause he's kind of a clown now. Who? From Toys R Us, the, the mascot. You think. I thought you were like... a beast expert and you don't even know who Jeffrey the giraffe <laughs> yeah, is. <laughs> It's like Beast 101, <laughs> Jeffrey the Giraffe. You guys, I've had this same problem with like everybody. I don't know fictional um, marketing, whatever corporate bullshit that you like. I don't know fucking Jeffrey the Jeffrey the Giraffe from Frankie the Falcon. <laughs> it's hard to think you of. Say that, that like that's not a real thing. Frankie, Frankie the, the Falcon, Fal- are you kidding? <laughs> the Gogurt mascot <laughs> yeah the gogurt falcon he's the tallest falcon in the world he's so fast and he's oh, always trying to get to right. gogurt as soon as I it gets remember. open he's racing there i remember the commercials is i am frankie the falcon i'm the tallest falcon in the world i need to be this tall to eat this yogurt and there's like a 20 foot tall yo- gogurt and he's like thank god i'm so tall and then it's just all gone and he looks at the camera and he goes all gone it's it's kind of weird that the whole commercial is about how hard it is to eat gogurt and i kind of thought the point of the gogurt was that it's like really easy to eat it well they had to release that companion commercial where it was all the kids standing on each other's shoulders and it's like we can finally eat the gogurt it was kind of like a it was kind of like a get all your friends together kind of thing it was like 
the people at Gogurt, they're like, we can either sell Gogurt or we can start uniting some communities and we'll use Frankie the Falcon, the world's tallest Falcon, to kind of get these kids getting together, standing on each shoulders and eating Gogurt. <laughs> so, yes, I guess you're right. I do know who Frankie the Falcon is. <laughs> finally, finally, you admit it. So, yeah, maybe it was a little fucked up that I didn't remember Jeffrey the Giraffe. Use some criminal minds techniques to get you to admit that. <laughs> it was like four <laughs> different people uh, interrogating me at different times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, anyway, I don't. I don't really remember uh, what we were talking about. Are we done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. So a new engineer comes to the Oroville to fix their deflectors. I don't know if they, the deflectors were broken or if they just wanted to upgrade them. I didn't catch that part. Uh, but this guy is from Mocklin. His name is uh, Loctar. And uh, he is Bordis's old boyfriend. Mm. Mm. And you can tell mm. why. He is fucking hot. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. I don't I mean, want to be, I don't like to be that guy, but it is Mockless. It isn't Mocklin. He's not from Mocklin. He is a yeah, Mocklin. I, I know we were all probably kind of like, I know you probably knew. There's the alien expert. Yeah, I am an expert. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I just, we can edit, you can say Mockless now and edit it in, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. Mockless. Mockless. <laughs> Mockless. Mockless. There we go. I got a few takes I can put in the, the, the one that fits. <laughs> That's good. I think you could kind of tell right away when they were looking at each other. You know? They gave him the yeah. old X eyes. <laughs> yeah, Bordas is not too happy that he's on the ship. Uh, we have no idea why. I guess they must have broke up uh, badly. I hey. mean, we do find out why later, but... It's crazy. It's a, it's a small universe, I think we're finding out, you know? Um, yeah. <clears throat> Everybody you date ever dated will eventually come on your ship <laughs> <laughs> and have to work closely with you. Yeah, that's just facts of life. Not Alara. She'll never be back. <laughs> and her boyfriend, her coward boyfriend. <laughs> Ex-boyfriend, sorry. I wonder if it's like Admiral Tucker that's arranging these things or you know, they, they have a database and they keep everybody's exes, you know, so that they can mm -hmm. throw them together. <laughs> he's fucking crazy, Tucker. I bet it is. I bet that is what he's doing. He'll do anything. <laughs> he thinks everybody's just his little chess piece. I, I snuck in his room one night. <laughs> oh, my no. pants down. Oh, and no. put, <laughs> put my butt cheeks. You know, I mean, you know where this is going. And yeah, then yelled yeah, fire. He pulled out his razor sword. He jumped up. Yeah, he jumped up right into my butt. And then without missing a beat, I swear, without missing a beat, he says, more pudding, mommy. <laughs> Guy and, will do anything. He's crazy. And then the chess came into play. And then he turned to his chessboard, right? You were telling me. And he said, I will use everybody as a chess piece. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that came right after. Because I think that was what he was dreaming about. <laughs> he was dreaming about his plan. Yeah, as he, he jumped it. up, 
as he jumped up to your butt, he said, thank God I'm so tall. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like uh, Freddy, Frankie the Falcon. Yeah. Because I could, then he could drink the gogurt. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, how is your butt doing, by the way? Oh, I really don't want to talk about it. It's really uncomfortable. I put, right. um, no, I mean, okay. I have to give an update. I mean, this is how I get, I update my mom on my health. <laughs> and she deserves to know. Um, I had a procedure where they, remove most of the human flesh of the butt and replace it with rubberized synthetic flesh and put um, essentially airbags. They're called bladders in there and you can pump it up and it's supposed to behave like a butt would. Well, Well, uh, it turns out there's a leak, so every time I try to pump mine up, the air escapes, and it sounds oh. like I farted. <laughs> oh no! Oh damn! Is it like no? A so now squeaky fart? Yeah. Oh yeah. Just like it. Kind of a you know. So it's now scary. I. That's <laughs> a scary fart. If that's how you were <laughs> farting before this, then. I can understand how you lost half your ass. It's like a ghost opening a door in the night, and the door is, I guess, my anus. Um, And you keep doing it, even though it it doesn't work for its intended purpose, and it makes the sound of a a ghost opening your anus. Ghost opening a door. Okay, genius. Okay, I have a choice to make where I can either have a completely deflated butt or I can make fart noises all the time. But with the fart noises, I can explain and people will eventually realize that they don't smell bad. I mean, they smell like latex, but not like farts. If there's a leak, then then it doesn't seem like your your butt is really inflated anyway. <laughs> it's a slow leak. As long as I bring an electric pump and I'm near a wall outlet, I can keep it going pretty oh, okay. well. But it's making that noise continuously. Yep. And, and I got a louder pump to think, you know, maybe that will mask the fart noise. <laughs> but it's I can't find a pump loud enough because <laughs> this this fart noise is really loud. <laughs> and this is installed on your body. You can't just get rid of it. Yeah, well, I'm. I well, I lost my health insurance <laughs> immediately after that operation, so. Here we are. Did you lose it because you were charged with sex crimes or something for I doing farted this? on my boss's wife. Is that what you want to hear me say? You know this, Kev. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know if you had said that on the podcast or not. So, and I don't know if your mom knew that you, that you need new health insurance. And I think she'd want a good explanation to why you lost it. So, you know, I wasn't intending for her to know all of this, but it will explain some things like why I've moved back in with her. (laughs) Why I'm farting all the time. So, mom, there you go. All right. Well, the listeners, I'm sure, are happy to hear that, I guess. 
You should talk to your mom. I mean, if you've moved back in with her, she shouldn't have to get health updates on you by listening to the podcast. She always asks questions, you know? I feel like we are also asking questions. <laughs> oh. So. I, I, I can handle your questions. <laughs> but her questions, oh, man. They really cut to your what soul, kinda... you know? Well, you know, she'll Can be you give like, an example? yeah, um, you know, there was this time where, um, are you doing an impression of her right now? Uh, basically it's the same as my Lois from family guy, <laughs> uh, because that's what women are like in this world that Seth is in. Um, no, I just, you know, there was a situation where, Jesus is going way back, but uh, I lost a lot of money. I, we don't have to get into how. And I showed up at her door covered in mud and blood. And she asked me, like, what? Well, whose blood is that? And whose mud is that? <laughs> it's like questions like that. I, you know, honestly, honestly, I want to answer them. It's a time thing. I don't have time. I would never ask you that. Exactly. I know where the mud and blood comes from, or I either that or I don't, and I don't really care. You're my friend. Thank you. But you should still just talk to her. No, it's not happening. Uh, yeah, Bordas doesn't seem like he likes Lokar, uh, but Lokar wants to be friends still. So he comes to him and Claiborne's house while they're eating dinner, and uh, you know, Cliven. Uh, or uh, welcomes him in and has him come in and eat dinner with him. It was a little bit awkward. Yeah. I don't really remember this scene. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This show has some fairly standard beats that it follows, you know? Like the beginning of the episode, they're like, things are normal. And then there's like, hmm, things seem a little weird. This was just one of those early, things seem a little weird scenes. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah, Lokar goes and does his job. He upgrades deflectors, and wow, he's doing a great job. Uh, the thing resets, and um, the ship doesn't blow up, uh, even though the Machlin ship is chasing it, and it throws a uh, torpedo at them when they're not supposed to. Uh, all of this, and uh, like Lokar was specifically asking uh, not a fake Alara uh, for like security clearance and stuff to make it work. Um, it, it definitely made it seem as though there was some kind of a, like a hostile mock, mockless thing going on here, mm -hmm. but that does not seem to be the case. Classic red herring for just a, I guess the lover of someone's ex, like the angry new boo. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm having trouble describing this situation because I've yeah, look, I'm not good with the relationship stuff. And so I don't. <laughs> But yeah, he's, uh, you know, it turns into uh, that it was just because uh, the real the real story is just a love story. It's more of a love story. Let's be real. And it's a little bit of a, a little bit of a procedural, you know, so I like that coming off of Criminal Minds. That was good. It's kind of like easing us back into Orville. Yeah, that's a really good point. But the 
I must say the um, it was nice to see uh, Gordon Malloy kind of cut loose on the wheel, you know, kind of just get to see him flying around and kind of do oh, a, yeah. an action scene that with no stakes at all. <laughs> Riding the donkey. Yes. <laughs> what was with? Um, they like shot a missile. Then they were like, hey, don't tell me about why it. did you shoot a missile? And they're like, whoops. I guess it just was like Machlis are so well, I mean in this case I could say Machlin, couldn't I, Kevin? Yeah. Yeah, Machlin people are so uh aggressive. Well, well don't say Machlin people. Don't say just, 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 <laughs> just call them Machlins. Okay, Machlins are so aggressive, they can't stop themselves. They just get into the the rush of battle and they wanna use all their weapons or whatever. You have to remember um, but it did there's... seem a little uh a little fishy at the time. I agree. I agree. It was. It seemed hostile, and when Gordon was doing extra evasive maneuvers, I was thinking, like, good, they're going to need this because it's going to be some, you know, they actually turn the deflectors down, and now one hit will kill them. And uh, yeah. we have to remember that there is no like zero women uh, on the Mucklin ship, so you know these guys they get fucking you know riled up and. <laughs> start locker room talking inside the ship and next thing you know this is kind of the toxicity that emits from that sort of culture yeah that's just biology it's biology it's basic biology <laughs> uh but nope Lokar did a great job uh i mean gordon is such a good pilot of course they never could have hit him if he didn't let them but uh mm -hmm. He did let them, and then the the deflectors worked great, even though there was like too many of them or whatever. Even, uh, but but he had Lokar has has figured it out, and he made it work. Um, and uh, so he meets up with Fake Alara, and he says, "Oh, I'm a I'm a weirdo on my planet. I love to kiss women." And she mm -hmm. says, "Oh, there are no women on your planet." And he says, "I know." Wink, wink. And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, she's, she seems like, uh, well, I just met you. Like, we've only said, like, ten words <laughs> to each other. Um, but then she decides to go for it, and they go to the holodeck, and uh, they go to Old Earth, because I guess that was the last program that was loaded or whatever. Um, yeah. They dance in the street. Yeah. They they could have chose a different place, but that just wouldn't fit the story, you know? They couldn't couldn't have gone to a ballroom or something like that where people are actually dancing. You know, that, that doesn't even make <laughs> sense. They would just go to the last place we saw earlier on the holodeck, which is yeah. 19, what, was it post-World War II Earth? Yeah, 45, they said. Oh, bring yeah. me back. Oh. <laughs> Definitely post. one of the eras in history where, uh, you know, people that are different would, would be very easily accepted and stuff, you know? Yeah, when it's 300 <laughs> years ago and multiple planets away, they'll still romanticize 1945 New York City. <laughs> they never go to any time between now and the time that the Orville is in. Like, it's all 20th century. What? <laughs> Are you What's confusing about that? I'm trying to go, right. I'm trying to go back right. and think, yeah, what? Really? There had to be. There's I'm, no way. 
I'm sure there was a scene in like 250 or something, 2,250. Uh, <laughs> you think, I swear you think was... 250 is in between now and the Orville time? I'm not the numbers guy. <laughs> One second, All I'm let saying me is check. I want to know, I want to know what's going to happen like five years from now. Like if, if the people writing this show know everything that's going to happen in the next couple hundred years, they could just clue us in a little bit. Give some lotto numbers or something. Prove that you know <laughs> yeah. this is true. Uh, you see, yeah. like, I'm not trying to say that Seth isn't clairvoyant and he can't tell what's going to happen in the future because he is. The problem is what Seth's doing is with the show is he's holding a mirror back up to society. Right now we're in 2419 in Orville time. It's 2019 now, right? And it's same. It's he's trying to show us that the world, it's a cycle, right? So the same thing that the same problems we have now they're dealing with then, but they're just on smaller scale. Like maybe it's just, uh, you know, with some uh, planet nobody really cares about or whatever that we won't see again. So, who, you know, like who cares? But if you were to truly show us like what's going to happen in 2000 and even just 2000, like you said, five years from now, 2000 and Tim, what is it? 20, 2020, um, five years to now, 2019. Get your charts. I'm looking at the calendar, but it stops in December, and I just don't know where to go from there. So <laughs> it's uh, let's say 225. Let's just round up, go 225. Um, sorry, yeah, 2000, I'm sorry. I just to get that high. I need to turn a lot of pages to get there on my number line. So let's just say we're in 2025. Uh, now, uh, in the show, they show us something from then. We're gonna know that that happens, and then. It's going to fuck with us in our heads so bad because we know that's going to happen, that we're, it's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. So what Seth wants us to do is actually change that because what's going to happen in 2025 is probably something really bad. So if Seth showed us that, we would just say, fuck it, building my little bunker, buying all the freaking canned food in the water jugs, and that's it, and I'm done. Bye-bye, society. And then, then it's going to be happening in 2022, which is like, three or four two or three maybe four years from now that's so bad is so is so does that answer your question why don't they show anything because it's too scary we couldn't oh okay okay thank you thanks for explaining that well i had to had to start from the beginning most of the times when I start talk, talking to somebody, I say the Big Bang, right? <clears throat> if they're like, where does the trash... <laughs> Wait, every, every <clears throat> conversation starts with you saying the Big Bang, right? That's what well, you're if saying? I'm trying to explain, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm trying to explain to the cashier that I actually gave her like $10 and she, and she owes me like, you know, $9 and change or whatever, you know, like it was like a bill situation. I have to start with... The Big Bang, right? And then go from there. Eventually, we'll say, and that's why you owe me $10. She owes you $10 for the lecture? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she should if she didn't know, but normally uh, she'll know. And then I'll say, okay, uh, I actually gave you a 20. I gave you a 20, not a 10. So you owe me $9 or whatever. I almost fell out of my chair. That was so cool. 
whatever, dude. Fucking so mad about the fucking beast trials. Whatever, dude. Okay. Sorry, my, hey. sorry, sorry. Yeah, well, then guess sorry. what? Why would guess I what? Some of us are feeling a little mad about the beast trials. Deal with well, it. Like, if you, gonna, don't, you, you can't handle the, the consequences. It's hard. It's hard being the king. Okay, everybody's coming at your freaking throne and your in your crown, trying to knock it off your head. Have you eaten shit? Throw your face in the mud. Not me. Happens to every king. I um. I just think who's who's the king in this scenario? Uh, it was me, God. right? So the Big Bang, right? You start <laughs> with a little explosion, and the big consequences. I don't want to do this. <laughs> Give us a taste. Give us fifteen seconds. Give us like the first 15 minutes of what you might explain to somebody. <laughs> okay, but uh, uh, nobody's going to enjoy this. Yeah, that's fine. I... <laughs> Sounds about right for our podcast. <laughs> I think Greg, you should make um, some sort of uh, captain's call here and just say, let's move on with the show. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, let's I see. I think uh, Kevin shouldn't tell our captain what to do. I didn't tell uh, him what to do. I think, I I think Greg, he can make his own captain's calls. I'm going to honor Kevin's request. Um, Yikes. Sorry, Miranda. Out of this. <laughs> <laughs> really embarrassing, Grant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't want to embarrass Kevin further. Thank you. Thank you I think Greg is a beast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess Clyde saw uh, Lokar and fake Alara as they were going to the holodeck. And then that scene was so good when they just showed like a, like a figure, you know, like just like the silhouette of like maybe a shoulder or, or an arm. <laughs> I watch, I record everything and then I have a uh, Tim delete all the commercials. So it comes back right after, <laughs> but I imagine that there would be a scene there where, uh, that would be a commercial break, and you'd be looking at your friend the whole time or your lover and saying, who was that? And you probably think it's and who And who was it? I thought it was Bordis. I thought it was Bordis. Sorry. Yeah. I thought it was just someone we hadn't met yet. You know, like some new guy like Boris or something. Be a good character introduction. So it must not have been like as they were on the way there that he saw them. Because in the rea- reality of the show, Lokar, like, changes the, uh... Oh, because she has to leave. I don't know. Oh, it doesn't yeah, make sense. When Kelly does he, when does he re- reprogram the thing to make it so it seems like he got... Oh, I guess after he does it. Okay, this is... I, I'm barely following this, so maybe we can, like, for the listeners... Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they go into the holodeck... Um, fake Alara and Lokar kiss, and then Kelly pulls her away. Total cock block move. And then Clyborn comes in and uh, threatens Lokar, but uh, we only see Cly- see him come in, and then probably one of those commercial breaks. He goes missing. Fake Alara goes, tries to find him. He the, the computer says he's not on the ship. They watch the simulation recording, and somebody has killed low car with a hologram gun they bypass the safety protocols and then later they 
fix the the distortion and see that it was it looks like it was uh clyde that did it one thing i took from that was that they have footage of everything that happens in the holodeck <laughs> yeah which yeah. i think directly contradicts some previous plot points yes absolutely mm-hmm. also that means that all that bordis vr porn stuff mm, it's out there it's out there. It's on a hard drive somewhere. Just waiting like, to be released. It's the new B tape. <laughs> Actually, it'll probably be more like the new Colin Farrell sex tape, you know, like kind of. <laughs> Does anybody remember what he says? <laughs> he said something funny in it. Listeners. Well, yeah, he says breakfast, lunch, and fucking dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. That's something for the lunch podcast listeners out there. <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, and fucking dinner. <laughs> yeah, but that, that scene uh, when he first comes in, I, did it cut right away? Like he sees him and he's like, oh, you are, it's you. I know what you, I think he goes, I know what you are. And then it cuts and then it's freaking Kelly. Like you said, the cock block. And Kelly's not, basically she doesn't let anybody get any freaking action. She's like the anti-action uh, person. She yeah. broke up with Seth, so he wasn't getting any for however long it took him. I don't know. Korea came around. around. Yeah. I mean, like, somebody really influential in my life told me the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. Who? Who, to- oh. who told you that? My priest. <laughs> we should get him on the show. He's in jail, uh, so I don't think we. I don't think we can. One call, one call a day, right? Yeah, I guess it's gonna cost us. I don't really get it though, because if you're under someone, you're not over them. Well, I think mm. it's like a, a sandwich situation. You're under one person and you're over another one, so you're just in the middle of the sandwich. It's like half metaphor, half uh, real, like half a real thing. Like you get under a real person, you get over somebody, like metaphorically. Okay, 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 okay. Well, okay, we can talk about it after the recording. <laughs> yeah, so it turns out Lokar had framed Kleiborg to make it look like he had killed him so that his family wouldn't get in trouble when everybody found out that he likes females because Kleiborg was going to tell on him. Um, and he uses the cloaking device on the uh, shuttle uh, to hide himself. Uh, but but when did he do this was what I was thinking. Uh, I guess he must have done it after Clyborg left. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, because then what's-her-name came back, right? Did uh, fake Alara come back to see, to find him? Or uh, I kind yeah, of forget what Yeah, she came back, but yeah, he wasn't yeah. there. Okay. Yeah, so he must have just snuck off right away. And in between the time it took her to go check the tapes, he had already created this, like, I don't know. Because what it takes for... I don't know if you guys know, uh, CG, uh, these artists, these FX artists are doing so much work and it takes a whole team of like hundreds of people to do every single frame, uh, of this tech, uh, you know, uh, to digitally create this. And he created a photo. Re- I'm supposed to believe he created a photo realistic Clyde and sh- have him shoot him and him disappear in what, like a couple minutes. I don't know. Maybe in the future, technology is really yeah, easy. It's the future. It's the well, future. Yeah, okay, okay. He's the greatest engineer in the in the I galaxy. He's the greatest engineer I've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Well, I guess then. I guess then I do believe that that was possible for him to do really quick. But they go on to reveal that he did it in a way so that they would be able to um, figure it out. Like, like he scrambled the image of Clyden uh, so you couldn't really see him. Uh, but like he did it in a way where they possibly could recover the image. Uh, if he was really like, so he wanted this guy to falsely be arrested for murder, which kind of fucked up, I think, regardless of, uh, you know, of him saying, I don't think you should be here. Like, cause, cause was, was Clags, was his whole point to get him arrested for life? Yeah. In that case, then, yeah. Which would also fuck up his whole family, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, so up to that point, I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, it's it's him or me, whatever. I understand that. But then also when Lokar is on the, the shuttle and he tells fake Alara, like, uh, <laughs> he, he asks her to still go along with it and then is very angry at her when she doesn't. Mm-hmm. That was a little weird. That part confused me a little bit because his plan was to hide for the rest of his life. <laughs> and then she suggested something and he was like, what more hiding? I'm done with that. <laughs> I'm done hiding. I'm more into running away. <laughs> I'm done with hiding. I'm running away now. Sorry if that, that it made me very want to just say, I wanted to say it. <laughs> it feels good. I get it. <laughs> I'm done it. hiding. I'm running away now. You're you're right. That does. That feels really good. Feels good. It's like uh, on, can I try it? Can yeah. I try it? I'm done hiding. I'm gonna run away now. It's okay. Maybe say it again. I'm done hiding. Now now I'm gonna run away. Yeah. <laughs> I felt that yeah. one. <laughs> it made me feel good. Tim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I'm done hiding and I'm going to run away. Oh, that sounded good. Yeah. Masterful. Now, <laughs> listener, you try. Wow. wow good job. Good job. Oh, good. Hey, look at you, big guy or girl. All the people in cars next to you on the highway might have heard that and are impressed. Yeah. Yeah. Call hey. Splat Job AI and do your best. I'm sick of hiding. I'm I'm running away now. And uh, for, for your spot on uh, Orville Nights, send those yeah. in. Yeah, that'd be so cool if we could really do that. Get one of our listeners on Orville Nights. Oof. <laughs> that'd, oh, that'd be, be cool. great. Uh, call in, call in, folks. We'll see. We'll see what we can do. So yeah, I'd, um, I'm not uh, back to the show. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't think uh, either of them are good people. I mean, I guess with what's his name again, Lark, Larkum, Larkum, yeah, Larkum. With him, I'm like, all right, I guess someone's trying to fuck with you. So you're like, yeah, I get it. You're trying to get back at him. I mean, it is it is very eye for an eye, which I guess is kind of Mocklin's whole thing. Is they're just very. There's no gray area in their world, you know? There's like not even like a, it's not even black and white, you know? It's just like one shade and that's it. So 
there's no like there's no room for discussion there's no we're not we seen them in an earlier episode they literally brought a woman and proved to them she's just like the greatest poet in their time and they're like oh fuck that you know they just don't care so i get that's like kind of in their nature so i'm i'm perfectly okay with that but Clyden, i don't know fuck that guy like i'm yeah. done with him fucking done with him yeah, he goes and thanks Natalara for uh, saving him. And she says, don't you ever fucking talk to me again, you piece of shit. Yeah, and it's like now... my dick, Clyden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now Bordas isn't the only one that hates him. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, it's like, she says to him, she's like, come to the holodeck with me one, one last time. She's like, I had uh, Larkham create a little... Uh, nice little something for for you to see before you laugh. It's you sucking my dick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Cassius is, transfers to the USS Watson. I could um, not believe that, but you know, good for the Watson. Yeah, <laughs> they got a good yeah. teacher on their hands. Great get, huge get for the Watson. Huge get for the Watson. I can't wait to see uh, what what happens to him on the Watson when the show follows him there. <laughs> They're probably the Watsons. Probably the people there are all looking at each other like we're next, guys. We are the next. We're doing Orville next, and then Captain <laughs> Watson sitting there, and he's like, "My eyes just shrunk two sizes." Because <laughs> <laughs> that's something that happens. Uh, yeah. Oh, also, when Kelly pulled fake Alara away, it was because Cassius had sent a sentient living flower to her as a gift, I guess. But he's just a guy. I mean, and he's got a that family. was confusing, confusing to me. It's basically like a temporary, temporary gift. It's like sending someone a Snapchat. It's like this is gonna <laughs> go away in like you know a little bit, but. Just check it out real quick. It's, uh, it's a big old flower. Yeah. I think that's what Seth was trying to say. It was kind of like a Snapchat. It's like Cassius sent her one. You know how like when you're like breaking up with somebody, you send them one last snap? Yeah. Just try to salvage yeah. the relationship. Um, who, oh, go ahead. Oh, who's, whose voice was that? It seemed like it should have been a famous person. Yes, it did seem like Oh, a, good question. A, it would be a nice person to disguise on their show. Another nice famous person that to have covered or completely not be seen at all. Good idea. Should have been a famous person. I'm going to go ahead and guess. Who wants to guess? I'm going to guess that it was uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> no, it's not <laughs> a guess. I'm going to guess that it was freaking Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, was it him? Guess. Tim, who do you guess? Miranda, who do you guess? Maybe, um, um, I don't make him go first. Who's the current oh, secretary wow. of the treasury? Wow. It actually is a big, a big name. It's a really famous. Okay. Wait, okay. don't tell us yet. I have to think of my guess. I don't Kevin think Baker anyone is mean the wrong. <laughs> about, um, Billy Crystal. Is it him? Ooh, that's no. A good uh, this person is not a comedian. Billy Crystal. I didn't lose a friend. 
I never had em. snakes in the grass. Good one, Kevin. Fuck you, Lily. Dude, you just ended his career. Kevin, stop dabbing. <laughs> Floss my balls. I'm flossing on them. Let's see. What what hints can I give? He's he's an action star. Oh, I know who it is. I remember who it is. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm just gonna say Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Close. No, it's not Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. Not Jean Claude Van Damme. Can't be Schwarzenegger. Got Schwarzenegger. Bruce Willis. It is Bruce Willis. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, it is Bruce Willis. Was was the voice Whoa. of the flower thing? Was the voice of the flower? Yes. Uh, Grugan voice uncredited absolutely insane just crazy <laughs> i want to go re-listen to it now this sh- show is fucking crazy <laughs> how does this exist <laughs> the people that have been in this show liam neeson uh <laughs> bruce willis jason alexander um what's her name uh charlie Theron. uh I-, I don't know who else who else is or mcdonald who Norm McDonald, <laughs> McDonald, <laughs> Seth McFarlane. What? Holy shit. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Is there a way Do... to play it? Oh yeah, that's a good question. Let's see. Play Seth's voice. Is that? <laughs> can we just can we just end the podcast on like twenty minutes of Seth talking? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would like to hear this flower talk, Grugan. How do they uh, know who did an uncredited thing? Yeah, I don't know. What he wasn't? It didn't say. Maybe it said it in the in the intro, and we just so are like most of us probably skipped the intro. I mean, I mean, when the flower guy was introduced, he said, "Hi, I'm Bruce Willis." (laughs) (laughs) Bruce Willis, we're going to talk to you about getting back together with your ex. Hey, it's me, Bruce Willis. I'm a flower now. Okay, I don't know if you know this. In the future, they're turning people into flowers. Okay, honey, I'm Bruce Willis, and I'm a flower. Okay, that's my Bruce Willis impression. I've got it. Okay. Hey, what's up? Can you please do something about this? Oh my god. (laughs) Hey, hey, it's a party, man. Let's keep it going. Fill the room. Cassius sent it over. (laughs) What's this it crap, man? It's a he. Sorry, he. I can hear it now. It's a Katrudian. I know. How did he get him on board? There was a Katrudian who came in with the botanical team the other day. Clarence checked out. Must have been this guy. Yeah, Cassius and I go way back. My kids were in his biohistory class on Antares, too. I owed him a couple of favors. Surprise! Okay, this has to stop. Come on, Kelly, he wants you back. Stop being such a dum-dum and just give him another chance. Dude, I don't know you, and my personal life is none of your business. Tala, will you please get him out of here? Will do. By the way, no offense, but fire your decorator. Uh, okay, now that that's was Bruce. Funny. The end is Bruce. I should have done that. <laughs> that's funny. What is the affectation on his voice? Come on, baby. Come He's playing character. <laughs> He's getting in the mind of Gugon, the flower. I got a family. I got some kids. Back home, baby. Come on. Get back with him. What are you doing? Come on, I'm a flower. I'm a die hard. Come on. 
Oh, my pedals. Six cents. I was dead the whole time, baby. Come on, get back with him. Not my pollen. Who? <laughs> it's not my pollen. Oh, it's not my pollen. <laughs> so that that was a pretty oh. crazy cameo. Uh, <laughs> it's weird that a, a, a flower creature is just in a pot and it it doesn't like have wheels or it doesn't float or anything like he mm. he has to have you know somebody move him around anywhere he wants to go maybe that was just for this this purpose you know just to okay just just for showing it's, kelly bruce willis's whole career was just for this purpose <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah everything led up to this moment when he put on the headset and got in the booth, or he probably did it from his house or something. <laughs> and he recorded the vocals for this. I gotta say, you, you gotta be a pretty trusting flower to say like, oh yeah, I'll do you this favor. All you gotta do is just get in this pot. You won't be able to move. You won't be able to go anywhere. I'm gonna put you in this lady's room. And uh, she's gonna come in. You're gonna tell her, get back with me. And if she, she says no or yes, whatever. Eventually, they will ship you back to your family. And you just got to be like, I hope so. I hope I can trust these people. It's just very humorous to me. That this is. episode was so funny. Yeah. So much of the comedy in this scene was just hinging on that the idea that you know that he's stuck in that pot. <laughs> and that he's very trustworthy. Or he's very trusting, I should say. What was his name? Gugrin. Gugrin? Gugrin, yeah. Doesn't matter. (laughs) It? What's that it stuff? It's a he. Come on, baby. What is this? It's 2019. Uh, Come on, it's it's 2419. Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, I keep forgetting. It feels like 2019. (laughs) That's so convincing on this show. (laughs) <laughs> that they managed to make it feel like it was basically just the present day. It's crazy how they did. The mirror that they're holding up is so strong, so reflective, that it feels like it's reflecting the entire existence of 2019. <sighs> so I think that was everything that happened in this episode. Did I miss anything? Uh, oh, yeah. The conversation where uh, Isaac was like, I just seek to maximize my sexual partner's pleasure. Oh, yeah. I guess Isaac and Dr. Fenn are just a couple now, and we have to remember that every episode. I'm guessing that it comes back up later, which is why they're reminding us in this episode. Yeah. Because they know if everybody's doing the whole, whatever, four weeks off, four weeks later thing, then they're, uh, they might forget about that. Well, that's be probably pretty hard to forget. I wonder what crazy new sex positions Isaac came up with for Dr. Finn. <laughs> I'm, starting, I'm really starting to wonder if that picture that I accidentally saw that I don't want to describe is, is really from the show. Oh, no. Oh, God. I don't know what picture you saw. <laughs> I'm, really tr- I'm really trying, guys. I'm trying so hard. Not to share it or not to describe it? Not to remember it. Oh, okay. So you're not trying not to share it. Why haven't I seen it then? I don't understand. I don't think you can handle it. 
buddy, I could fill a book with the things that I can't handle. And you would read it. You'd love it. It would become a bestseller. I'd be famous. I'm doing a whole book tour now, right? Of the things that I can't handle. Meanwhile, the whole time, I'm looking at the most fucked up shit on my phone. Just totally fucking weird shit. So I actually can handle it. And I got a book deal. The brag here? <laughs> I, I guess you won. I just grifted the shit out Wait. of you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I got a book deal of all the things that I can't fucking handle. Meanwhile, I'm on my phone looking at the most fucked up shit, right? That's my Bruce Willis uh, guy. <laughs> the year is 2021. The city is Santiago, Chile. I'm walking. <laughs> What? Just landed. What is at this? At the airport. Customs confiscated all my guns. Of course. No luck for me. I make it to the first gun shop I can get to. I buy a gun. Then I look up on my phone. Kevin's book tour location, Santiago. I put in my phone the directions. It says it'll take 37 minutes, but it's going to start in 35 minutes. I tell the driver, hey man, I got some guns. You better go fast. Then he takes me there. I get in. I'm ready. It's hard for me to tell you this now. In two years, I'm ready to end you. Are you reading 12 Monkeys or something? No. What what is happening? I'm sorry. I must have missed something. (laughs) Who is this character? (laughs) Is this Bruce Willis and Chile in the future? I don't understand. See you doing a reading from your book oh all these fans oh. yeah of course. i said i was going to your book tour i didn't hear that i think maybe that cut out or something i didn't <laughs> all right well this episode was great uh let's do our ratings tim what do you think what do you think? the gun james <laughs> i knew i should have paid extra find for out what air quality deal <laughs> that's that's the end of it I read the serial number to Marty. He looks it up. He's never seen this gun before. Marty? Well, you know, I mostly just make movies, but I'll look up a gun serial number for you. <laughs> Marty Scorsese. <laughs> yeah, I got that kind of access to those sort of databases. No problem. Give me the numbers. Oh, oh. just three. Six, six, six. Eight to black. Bruce, did you by any chance order a ice latte from Dunkin' Donuts. Fade to black again. Back up. <laughs> the end? That's it? That's what we're doing? Star Wars scroll. Star Wars scroll. Welcome to the start of the movie. <laughs> we are so good at improv and doing the whole movie thing. We should be fucking famous by now. <laughs> So anyway, you're saying the the the, show, the episode was good. And that's we're done talking about it now, right? Well, we've got to do our ratings, and Tim wanted to go first, so I was gonna let him. Yeah, it's uh twenty four nineteen out of twenty four nineteen, perfect score. Great, thank you, uh, Kevin. What do you think? Mm, I give it a three because three is the number of Dwayne Wade, and Dwayne Wade this year had. Hashtag one last dance, which is what uh, Larkham had. He had one last dance with fake Alara. 
and then he faked suicide disappeared yes, so perfect. it's a perfect score perfect score uh, Miranda how about you what do you think I would give it like a perfect score of uh, two out of two for the for the two genders that exist in the Orville universe, only two, <laughs> no more than that. Yeah. Uh, and you're only allowed to like one of those two genders. <laughs> I think they would argue that we got aliens though. And that is a huge counterpoint <laughs> that they do have aliens though. Yes. Those aliens only have two seconds sexes, but they are different species. So that's good. That's nice of them to do. The Mothlins don't care about like interspecies dating. It would be fine for a Bordis <laughs> to date a human male. Yes, like a nurse park. Yeah, but not any kind of female. Yeah, it's a fucked up world. It's a fucked up society. I got it. I look. I've I've been on the ground there. I've had my foot on the on the ground there, and I'd boots down in uh, Mockless, and it's fucked up. You know, first of all, all these guys are looking at me, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Sorry, not not me. Um, and it's happening all the time. They're all looking at me. And it's not because I'm fucking, you know, smoking crack. <laughs> and I'm bashing bottles on it's my not. head. No, it's not because of that. When, I t- when I'm boots down in Mockless, yeah, it kind of fucks with my head. And I start smoking crack, smashing bottles on my head. <laughs> but they're looking at me because I think because they only like men. Oh. I arrived at Mockless three days earlier <laughs> to establish... <laughs> Eyes on the ground in connection to the city. Kept wanting to call it boots down. Forgot forgot how to say it, so said it a bunch of different ways. Eventually remembered it was boots down. Yeah, eyes in the sky and boots on the ground, kind of different things. I was going for eyes in the sky. I see him. He's just walking around, smoking crack, smashing bottles on his head, <laughs> screaming, why are you looking at me? And look, I'm sorry to say this. I was ready to end you, man. I was there. I was ready. Why are you always so sorry? (laughs) Why are you always so sorry to say this? Because I'm a I'm a sympathetic anti-hero assassin, and I'm ready to end you. You know, and normally, 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 this is this is reading from my book, (laughs) the book of things I can't do. (laughs) More goes to Mockless because it's still a bestseller in 400 years. Click. The gun jams again. But I'm ready. I pull out my backup gun. Click. That gun jams too. Go. Hey man, I guess it's your day. Say hi to Marty for me. And I jump off the cliff. Kevin, I'm sorry. I don't think you should have Tim write your book. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Fade up. If this is his audition. All of this was audio with a black screen. Uh, here, let me this was give audio only. <laughs> I would give this episode uh, six out of six crew members like searching the ship in tiny cubby holes to see if they could find Lokar. <laughs> uh, perfect episode. I loved every minute of it. It was the funniest one to date. Doesn't he just like emerge from a corner or something? Like yeah, he dark. was just standing there in the shuttle. He just painted himself the same color as the wall. And <laughs> He's the smartest being in the universe. We have to check the ship. And then it's just a bunch of guys with flashlights, like kind of looking in corners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it turns out he was invisible the whole time. But That's that was the up. episode. That was new technology, right? The invisibility? No, because he was using the, the cloak that they have on the shuttle that they've used before to make the shuttle like invisible. 
Oh, yeah. Like when they go to other planets and stuff like that where they don't know about the planetary union. So you're telling me, Greggy, that there's a way to take something that they use for the whole ship, like, say, gravity simulator, mm-hmm. and can use it for a very specific location. <laughs> yeah. Like, say, if you wanted to keep Alara on the ship. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. I'm glad they figured it out. A little right. too late, but I'm glad they figured it out. <laughs> Uh, this week on Twitter. I found a few good tweets about the Orville. Scott Grimes fans at Scott Grimes fans says, you don't have at the Orville as one of your options. So how can I in good conscience vote if hashtag the Orville isn't one of the options? Who all agrees with me that the Orville crew needs to have some hashtag Funko figures? And uh, this, is a, <laughs> this is a quote, RT, about uh, which show they should make Funko Pops for, which I absolutely agree. I would love to get my hands on on a, you know, a Scott Grimes, a Yafit, mm-hmm. uh, Seth, of course. I mean, <clears throat> I don't even know how they would make the Yafit. Maybe they would have to do a Norm MacDonald when he's in the... Uh... In the human outfit or whatever, to, I forget the holodeck. What are the options for other shows? What shows did they suggest? Uh, let's see. I didn't look at that because it. Because fuck it, right? Yeah, right. I guess it wasn't yeah. Orville. Elf. <laughs> these these are insane choices. Elf, <laughs> Elvin and the Chipmunks, <laughs> Inspector Gadget, or the ABC sitcom Dinosaurs. <laughs> and Dinosaurs is the one that won. Okay, that is authentically Elf, infuriating. Like the, the movie? <laughs> no, he said Alvin and the Chipmunks. No, Alf. 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 Alf, uh, Alf, Alf yeah. with an A. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it was Alf and Alvin and the Chipmunks? Yes, Alf and Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Somebody <laughs> should do that. There's kind of a crazy reply to Scott Grimes fans as well. Raquel Johnson at Skylopan87 says... I don't agree. You guys should go with McFarlane toys. Hyper-realistic, great quality, and highly affordable figures. Look into it. I'd give anything for an Isaac and Ed Mercer figure. Plus, I hate bobbleheads. Like, Tim, Seth just is making tweet, his own toys Tweet now? from the main account, please, Tim. Just tweet from your main. Don't use any of these alts. <laughs> Try to push your... <laughs> Your own little Seth MacFarlane toys. And he's got more than just little action figures. When he says he has Seth MacFarlane toys, you know, he has those kind of toys, you know? Right. But yeah, he, he keeps trying to show us this doll he's made. He's like, I've been looking at this picture <laughs> that I found online, and I want to make it real. Uh, let's see. Star Wars Steve, hashtag carry on forever, at Spoonie Wan tweets hashtag the orville and then he links to this episode deflectors episode on imdb that's the entirety of the tweet what's the what's the rating of this episode uh on imdb what did they give it i guess it's a, it got a 7.7 out of 10 that's god's you number. think wait that's what did god they number. give it you think you think the people who run imdb assign ratings to every i don't know who does it i assume it's the users who else would do it who makes the content on your website 
No, yeah, it's the people that have an IMDb account. They they vote on it, it looks like. Most people gave it an 8. The smart people gave it a 10. Um, and then there was a lot of... Uh, there's quite a few oh, ones. Oh, fuck. I know what it is. I gave it a 3. Miranda gave it a oh, no. 2. And oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't think that they were listening and they were gonna. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Well, I give it a thousand, I guess. <laughs> we'll bump the score up. Keep tweeting about the Orville using the, the Orville hashtag and nothing else. So that guy who just tweeted that just said hashtag the Orville and then linked to the IMDb page. I <laughs> yes, just want to remember because yeah. it's like hard for me to understand why anybody would do that, but I guess it's. Uh... <laughs> I guess it's something somebody did, so I'll just have to accept that. Uh, last tweet that I have. This one is not a good tweet. This is a very bad tweet. Uh, this is from hope, Quantum hope Drive at Quantum Drive Pod. They say, new episode tomorrow. Make sure you watch season one, episode three, about a girl today so you're ready for the upcoming discussion. Hashtag the Oroville, hashtag podcast. Now, I look at their description on their bio on Twitter. Um, and they say they're a podcast discussing the series The Orville, hosted by at the Rob Logan and at Play Katie Play, part of the Geek Generation Network. <sighs> okay, Which is like, so how Google how to how to kill a podcaster. <laughs> search. Be more specific. Yeah, so it seems as though they've how just started doing it, and um, they they're starting at season one and have watched the first three episodes so far. I'm pissed wow. that they're more behind than we are. Don't they know that's our <laughs> thing? Like really behind on the show. Yeah, they're very clearly ripping us off. <clears throat> they're definitely from the Geek Network because I've seen these guys uh, how they <laughs> operate, and this is kind of their whole mo. It's like uh, you know that guy who makes those movies that are like, oh, there's transmorphers, and then there's uh, you know Harry like uh, like Har- Arnold Pop. Pop- Pots or something like that, you know. So you're like you're looking for Harry Potter or Transformers, and you find this, and then you buy that on Redbox. That's what they do. This is they're just like making inferior versions of great products and selling them to people who are confused, you know. And it's actually fucked up because a lot of these people are people who have English as a second language, so they're coming and they're and they're seeing this and they're taking advantage of. And let's be real here: a lot of times, if English is your second language, sometimes you're an immigrant in this country. And it just shows what they think of immigrants, you know, that they're just easy prey and they, they can be victims. We are not like that. We respect immigrants uh, on this podcast and they do not, which is really fucked up. Yeah, it's it's sick, really. It's really fucked up. Definitely. Yeah, totally. Boycott them. Yeah, absolutely. Quantum stop, Drive. Stop listening. Down. Yeah. Pause their podcast right now. <laughs> okay. Okay, they they are better than us in one category, which is that April thirtieth, twenty nineteen, was their first episode, which was about the first episode of the Orville, season one, episode one. So you're saying they're better than us because what? they they they're setting the market on waiting to do podcast episodes about the Orville. Did you not listen to Miranda? Miranda <laughs> do you have Miranda muted? What is this shit? Oh, look, now I'm turning 
Miranda against you. Miranda's on my side now. Me yeah. and Miranda are doing beast trials. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love beast Done. trials now. <laughs> no, come on. Oh. I will say there is something that I am a little jealous about, um, and that is that they're part of the Geek Generation Network. We've hmm. been out there day in, day out, whining and dining the Geek Generation trying to get on their network um because you know of course when you once you get on a network you know you get all these benefits yeah it all just keeps rolling in and uh i can't believe they went with the quantum drive podcast um i think it's kind of nepotism because looking at uh the various podcasts on the geek generation network it does seem as though they're all hosted by joe uh rob logan I was going to say Joe Rogan, <laughs> but no, it's Rob I like Logan. Joe Rob Logan. <laughs> it, it isn't fair. Like, give some other people a chance. And I, I will actually say if you put the officially Orville podcast on the Geek Generation Network, you can still do your little Quantum Drive podcast. Hmm. That'll like be that. allowed. And uh, that, that goes for. Any of these podcast networks out there, you can continue doing uh, your podcast about the Orville, but you have to let us be on your network. And we'll be good partners. We'll we'll uh, promote your other podcasts and stuff. Mm -hmm. We yeah. just want to be, you know, we want to be a part of a family. We want the bennies. We want those <laughs> exactly. sweet network bennies. Yeah, I want my face drawn on a shoe. Okay. <laughs> I want some dumbass t-shirts. Okay. Yes. Want some fucking fucking weird guy come in the room every now and then and take a picture of me. Want that fucking Benny's man. So DMs are open um at official Orville. Or you can give us a call seven seven five two eight five six two two four. Give us those Bennies. Uh I, I guess that was other podcasts as well. Nice. Twofer. Um, I think that's everything we have to do. There's only one more segment left. And uh that is of course the Captain's Kiss. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, the Captain's Kiss! Yeah! <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Breaking news. Breaking news. Literally right now as I'm going to check. Oh no, no, no. I guess this was one day ago, but it hadn't reset restart uh Breaking to me. Go ahead. Yes, we received an email. You got mail. I just I just saw that. <laughs> Officialorvillageemail.com. Um Lane uh, has sent us an email, or I'm sorry, I guess I should, <laughs> we'll have to bring back the bleeping out the last name bit because I forgot about that. Uh, but Lane says, uh, I wanted to listen to your podcast on hey, the Orville. First, first say the subject, subject line. Oh yeah. How I grade podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I wanted to listen to your podcast on the Orville, but I feel one of the measurements of a good podcast is of they use or is of they have to use swear words. I was listening oh. to episode 30 after watching the All of the World is a Birthday Cake, and it only took six minutes into the podcast to hear the F word. To me, this is a turnoff. Signed, Lane. Lame. Wow. 
I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh. oh shit! Who said it? Who said it? Who said I, the F word? I want to listen to it like right now and find it six <laughs> minutes in. Yeah, and whoever it. said that is in big trouble. We've been trying to pick up Lane all all season, and now she's been turned off. What can we do to get Lane back? Uh, obviously, we have to write her back and uh, let her know we're we're very sorry. There's probably some app that she can download that mutes swear words or yeah we should suggest that to her that maybe she try to find an app to mute swear words <laughs> we should send her like a bunch of different google search results from different us just googling how to block swear words and be like we haven't really figured it out but we've googled it for you but i will say i mean we we joked around a little bit we said you know shit and fucking stuff to to joke around and uh i apologize for that lane uh i'm sorry that we said those cusses and uh i hope you keep coming back and give us another try lane you have to understand i'm a poor person and us poor people we live in filth and we use these dirty words because our brains are so small and we can't communicate with Fancy flowery language like you, Lane, okay? Some of us are like, oh, that fucking sucked. Sorry, Lane. But we're not going to say, I do distaste that tremendously. No, we're not going to say that, Lane. We're going to say, that's fucking dumb. Yeah, unfortunately, that is just the case. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to open up this uh, this episode real quick and just see who cursed. <laughs> okay. I'm going to skip to the six-minute mark here. Let's see. Hold on. I'll let you guys know. Okay. Okay. We're entering the Twitter segment at the six minute mark. Wow. I, did we do it first? Wait a second. I think we were, we were quoting. Wasn't this the one where we did Jay Lee's uh, go off? Yeah, we're talking about Jay Lee's. Hold on. Let me, let me see. Let me see. <laughs> Wait, so it wasn't even us. It was Lane. Jay Lee. She's <laughs> you can't, you can't hold that against us. It's not our fault. Uh, She's mad at us because a guy from the Orville said that. <laughs> and we're just going to go post by post because he's got a whole thread here. Uh, but yeah, J- Jay Lee at Jay Lee Film. Uh, he, he says, honest question. Everyone posting GOT spoilers. What do you get from it? Do you get a fucking prize at work it tomorrow? It was fucking <laughs> John <Joe> Lamar! <laughs> <laughs> wow we lost lane john (laughs) was it worth it got your little game of thrones rant out your spoilers oh man jay lee shit ah we've been betrayed (sighs) oh man I can't Does, believe it. I'm sorry, Lane, but context matters, all right? If, <laughs> if we learn anything, context matters. And that's not us. We're quoting somebody. Oh, You're man. somebody you in, sensibly enjoy looking at and talking, like, hearing. So I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, I, the captain's kiss has to go to Kevin for the song. I mean, come on. Oh, man. Okay, <laughs> but have you considered... I don't think he should get rewarded for this beast trials nonsense <laughs> i guess that's a reward in itself you can give the kiss away greg i do want it and i do appreciate it so much like it means so much to me but what means more to me is keeping this 
kind of like the way the people at Gogurt wanted to build the community with uh, Falcon Frank. Uh, I kind of want to do the same thing here and just pass that kiss on. Okay, well then I guess I've got to give it to Lane to try to bring her back. <laughs> I'm so yeah, sorry for this cuss. <laughs> Uh, it was Jaylee's fault. We didn't mean to, but even still, I mean, yes, it is a major turnoff. I understand that. Hopefully, mm -hmm. the captain's kiss will turn you back on. Mwah. And uh, please come back, Lane. We need you. Yeah, we're building bridges, not fences here, Lane. Okay, and this is our olive branch. That hopefully you can hop on that olive branch, climb over, and hang in our treehouse. Yeah, um, I think we have to send Bruce Willis to Lane's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> How, how would that read in a book, Tim? <laughs> hum of the air conditioning masks my slow footsteps. My hunter instinct is telling me that I have to do the kill soon. I don't like this. <laughs> the cold steel of the knife weighs heavy in my hand.